peace be with you. Jesus' living resurrection inspires us to believe in the power of God's love. Our hope is anchored on God's love. His love is our confidence, our comfort and strength today and forever. And so we worship our God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And Jesus said, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth, says the disciple John. And so God's love is victorious and triumphant, and our hope is in the power of God's love. We need God's love, and so we call on him in the name of the risen Christ. Most merciful God, we look to you for love and grace, remembering the sacrifice of your Holy Son in our place. We need your love in our lives. For Jesus' sake, may we be so blessed. Amen. And God has heard our confession and need. God has given his Son, Jesus Christ, in all of his love to save us. As a servant of Christ, I forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Live and love in the joy of the resurrection. Amen. Thanks be to God. And we pray, O God, you are the giver of all that is good. Inspire us to think of what is right and loving. And by your merciful guiding, to live in your love. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. In the season of Easter, as we celebrate God's love, we turn to his word. First from the book of Acts, chapter 10, beginning at verse 34. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation those who fear him and do what is right. You know the message of God sent to the people of Israel? Announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. 
We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a cross, but God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen, by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. Our epistle lesson is from John's first letter, chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. John writes, Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. This is love for God, to keep his commands. And his commands are not burdensome, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the 15th chapter, beginning at verse 9. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now, remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And greater love is no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I've made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my Father's name, he will give you. This is my command. Love each other. This is the gospel of the Lord. And praise to you, O Christ.
In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God's love inspired the whole of his creation. God's love is the inspiration for him to make infinite galaxies of stars. God's love is the reason why a small seed knows how to grow into a beautiful flower or a delicious tomato. God's love can reach out into infinity on a cosmic scale, but it also can be very precise in every caring and compassionate detail. God the Father's love is the greatest and most glorious of all kinds of love we can imagine. His love is forever. It is strong, it is constant, and it is absolutely consistent. God's love could be hard to imagine and, well, impossible to understand. But here is Jesus. Jesus resurrected from the dead. Jesus, in his triumphant victory, makes God's love so real. If God's love can raise the dead to life, surely the potential of its power is great and glorious, eternal and immortal. Well, this is what I think Jesus wants us to hear when he tells us about God's love. I imagine Jesus and his disciples, and they're sitting around a fire one night, maybe on the shore of the lake. And maybe they've just made a meal together, bread and fish. And he can talk to each one of these men by name. He can look across the circle at them and say, Peter, you know, I saw how generous you were and how you shared the fish that you caught for our meal today. Thank you for your love. He could look at Andrew and Jesus could say, Andrew, I saw how gracious you were. When you were asked to make the bread, I know that it's not your favorite job. Thank you. And Jesus could say, Thomas, Thomas, I saw that you were so forgiving when you did not get as much fish as you wanted. And Matthew, well, Matthew, you were so kind to ask Judas to tell you about his troubles. Thank you. And John, oh, young John, you can be so constant in your commitment to clean up while the rest of us sit satisfy, uh, satisfied with bellies full and just watch you work. Thank you. Well, Jesus perhaps pointed to each one of his 12 disciples with something he had noticed about each one of them that night. And he could say, do you see 
do you see how each of you has been inspired by our love together for one another to go beyond just doing what is expected? You are more than servants acting out of obligation to one another. Instead, you are friends. And this, Jesus says, this is God's love. Great and glorious. And for Jesus, there is absolutely no limit to what God's love can do. These treasured people were being given the love of God, and clearly it was too great to take in just in one evening. Maybe even 30 years later, the disciple John was still trying to unfold the love of God he had gained from Jesus. John describes God's love as making him feel a connection to others as deep as family. God's love, he says, has showed him how each person that he meets is a child of God. Thinking in this way helped John see past all the brokenness and the imperfection in everything and everyone. John had gained from Jesus a love more powerful than any other. God's love is not just a feeling or an emotion that could come or go. God's love is a solid and constant reason to act in loving ways even when we do not feel that way. Sitting around the fire that night, John was hearing Jesus say such amazing things about God's love. Jesus said, No one has a greater love than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Well, maybe that night, Jesus, sitting around the fire as the sun went down, John didn't really understand what that meant. But then, then he and the others would see with their own eyes. Oh my goodness, what would happen so quickly? Jesus, one night in an olive grove, just letting himself be led away. That his comrades could be safe and secure. Jesus was sacrificing himself for them. But then, then there was even more. Three days later, John and the others are incredibly amazed to see that Jesus is resurrected alive, triumphant, victorious. Twenty years later, this is why John was still writing to his friends and saying, this is the victory that has overcome the world. This is how we know, John wrote, that we can love the children of God. 
seeing Jesus alive in his resurrection triumph. Now John had a reason to believe in the power of God's love that was constant and consistent and more compelling than any other reason to love in the world. That night, as Jesus and his disciples sat around the fire talking, he looked at them with a genuine love and he said, You are my friends. Now, that's a really interesting word. I wonder if Jesus was thinking about Psalm 122. Psalm 122 is a pilgrim psalm. It's a hymn of rejoicing that is meant to be sung in joy upon reaching the holy city of Jerusalem after a long journey, a pilgrimage to get there. You stop at the city gates of Jerusalem. And you sing and you rejoice that now you've reached this holy place. And now together you look around at those with you and you say, Everyone here is my brother and friend. In the last verse of the psalm, the pilgrim sings out, this surely is where our God lives and dwells. And so, dear brothers and friends, I pray for your happiness. Was Jesus thinking about Psalm 122? Jesus knew that his resurrection triumph would turn all of us into pilgrims who now are walking, who are taking this sacred path, this journey to this holy place, to be forever in the presence of God. Well, we can even now, in his presence, ready our song. It's to one another we sing in God's love to seek goodness and prosperity, and happiness and joy for each other. As his friends, Jesus had taken them into his confidence. Seeing him alive, triumphant, beyond the grave, they knew the big secret. And you and I know this big secret, too that life is so much bigger. It is so much greater than anything we see now with our eyes that Jesus is risen alive. So God's love is forever strong, almighty, eternal. The implications are infinite. These men sitting around the fire with Jesus that night they would carry this secret in their hearts like a treasure. Its meaning grew. Their feeling about God's love just kept getting richer and bigger and louder and more certain. 
They knew the love of God. It's why Peter would spend the rest of his life traveling around and sharing what he had gained from Jesus. Peter said, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but God loves everyone from every place in every nation. And Peter just couldn't stop saying this. He says it to everyone, his greeting of peace, his greeting of God's love. God has sent us to wish you peace in Jesus' name. Peter understood the privilege and the gift he had been given. The strength of God's love was forever his to share. Jesus, the Son of the living God, Jesus, the one who will judge the living and the dead, Jesus, who had called him friend, had blessed him with the immortal and infinite love of God. Well, let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your great and glorious love. We praise you and worship you that Jesus has called us friend. May we be so blessed to celebrate your love and in faith and hope and trust hold constant to your love. Today and forever, may we be so blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering, and I invite you to mail your offering to our church. Thank you. Bless you. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. 
Dear Father in heaven, help us to see that your love is all around us every day. In the spirit of your love, show us how to choose what is right, good, and true. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for each other. We pray for everyone in our lives. Bless us with your wisdom and truth. Bless us that we may be a blessing to others. Guide and direct us in your path. And Lord, we ask your blessing for our families. Bless our homes with harmony, peace, and understanding for one another. Help us to live in your loving ways of mercy and compassion. Hear our prayer. O God of health and healing, we pray for all who need your care in body or mind. We pray for those we name in our hearts. Lord, give them strength and faith, comfort and healing according to your will. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Risen and glorious Lord, we thank you that you have taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord, our God, we thank you for you have brought us the fruit of your almighty love and the fulfillment of all your promises in your resurrection victory. Bless us now that we may live out your great love in forgiveness, compassion, and freedom. Be with us as we celebrate your love in all things. And to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all praise and glory now and forever. Amen. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will, and may he work in us what is pleasing to him. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.